0: Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your English communication, especially the spoken communication, that is. You see, I want to make you feel a little more confident in your English. I want to show you the things that you don't know that you don't know about English, such as the pronunciation of the word "o." you are, is not our. A lot of people will say, this is our hotel. This is our car. I'm here to tell you, we don't really say that. We actually say it more like our. This is our car. This is our hotel. This is our free time. So chill out and listen to the podcast. So when we say the word R. We pronounce it just like the letter R or like the word A R E. For example, those are R's. You want to make sure that you don't say our. Because it just, it sounds a little bit awkward to Americans. It makes your speech stand out a little bit in a way that eh, you just don't really want it to. It's just too extended. So you want to shorten that. We don't want to say, when is our lunch hour? But rather, when's our lunch hour? When's our lunch hour? Consider that the next time that you're speaking to somebody. It's a quick little tip, and it's an easy one. Now, me, I'm from Canada. I'm not from the States. I am from Toronto, Canada. However, I am an accent coach of the American accent. So the other big tip I'd like to bestow upon you today is that of negative contractions. What is a negative contraction exactly? Well, this is when we take the word not, and we kind of pronounce it as though it's attached to the word before it. For example, have not. Americans, and well, myself as a Canadian, I would never say, I have not done this. I'd rather say, I haven't done this. Just as well, I wouldn't often say, I would not go there. But rather, I wouldn't go there. Now, when I hear a lot of people speak who don't have English as a first language, there seems to be a lack of confidence in your ability to make that kind of sound. And so I'll often hear people say each word individually. Now, of course, you are better understood. People can totally hear what you're saying. The trouble however, is that it makes your speech sound, well, maybe like you're angry, or maybe like you are trying to emphasize those words. And we don't always want to do that. Sometimes you do want to do that. And when you do want to do that, well, we'll talk a little bit about that too. But the main thing we want to talk about today is how you can improve your ability to say haven't. Or, I can't go. Imagine if you could say that with confidence. I can't go. Can't go. You know that I'm not saying I can go. You can hear that there's a difference, but what is it? Well, I'll let you know. Before I do, though, I would like to ask you, as my happy listener, to hit that subscribe button. And uh, feel free to give me a follow on Instagram. En.outloud. If you've got any questions, send me a message on there. I'll get back to you. If you want more information about any of these topics I cover, send me a message on there. I've got some seriously good notes that I make myself, and I'm happy to share them with uh, anybody who's interested. So send me a message, and I will get back to you. But now back to this good stuff, not contractions. So let's get this nice and clear, clear contractions with the word not. So first off, what is a contraction? Well, a contraction is when we take two words and we put them together into one. We do this because we're lazy. And it lets us speak a little quicker. It lets your speech flow nicely. So the word not, you see, it can often be contracted into the word before it. If that word is a conjugation of to be, such as like wasn't. A conjugation of to do, such as don't, a conjugation of to have, such as haven't, and a modal, you know, like can, should, would, could, can't, shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't. So Americans will always make this contraction when speaking casually, when we're not emphasizing the words. Now, this is kind of the same habit that's used in the NT combination when N and T come at the end of a word. I've had a whole other episode on that, like, I don't know, episode number six or something, but I'll give you a quick little recap. You see, when N and T come together at the end of a word, you don't release the T. You wanna hold that T back. And also, you don't really pronounce the N too long either. You rather shorten the N. You also raise your pitch of voice a little bit. Let's check out a couple of words here, such as, listen to these two. Went, when, I went home, when they went home. Notice I'm not releasing the T on the word went. Neither am I pronouncing that N very long. It's actually short and kind of quick. Went home, when home. Big difference between those two words. Another two here, Ten. ten. ten, ten. The first one, my voice kind of raises up a little bit, and it stops. Whereas the other, my voice drags out. Ten. Play with those. Honestly, you'll get the feel for it if you just give it a little bit of patience. Let's just look at a couple short phrases quickly just to get the hang of that. Went far. Tent for two. I'll paint them. So when you are ending that word, you're making a quick stop on the T. Your voice is raising up a little bit, and uh, and it's sounding good. So now, let's consider not contractions as an NT ending. When we say can, we stretch that N out at the end of the word. I can. I think I can. However, when I say can't, can't, my voice again raising up and kind of stopping right at the end i can't make it i can't make it can't make it same thing now let's consider another word first do you know the positive do now the negative of that don't don't i don't think so i don't think so don't think again I am pausing at the end of that word. I'm not letting the T out. I'm not saying don't think so, nor am I saying I do not think so. But I don't think so. Another good one here, was. So that's the positive. Now the negative, was not. We want to say wasn't. Wasn't. It wasn't here. It wasn't here. Quick little pause. We'll look at just a couple more here. Let's consider have, the positive, have. And now the negative, haven't. I don't say have not, I say haven't. My voice raises up at the ending. I haven't been. I haven't been. Notice also how I say been. You know, I'm not saying been, but been. Been. Bean is actually what I would naturally say, being Canadian. However, been is the American accent, which is kind of what I'm teaching right now. So, I haven't been. Bean, more British English. Been, super American sounding. So, play with those. Play with those. Keep getting the hang of them. The more that you use those in your own life, the more that you keep your ears open for them, The more that you'll catch it, and the more that you catch it, the easier it'll get. This will indeed get easier if you just keep an ear open. So my first suggestion on how you can get really good at this is to listen when Americans are talking, or Canadians, or even British folk. Listen to people from Britain. When we're talking, listen closely just for these words. Can't. Don't. Wasn't, haven't, for those four words. They come up a lot. They're super common words. If you keep an ear open for them, specifically, you will start to notice how people are saying it. And with the tips that I just gave just now, and even, you know, refer back to that NT word ending uh, episode as well if you need. Or just ask me for more information. Like I said, no problem. Ask for more. With these resources available, you can get a clear NT sound. It's just going to take some focus, but you can totally do it. And you want to make sure to consider as well that you're not overly stressing each of those words. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, if you were to say, I was not there or it did not work instead of it didn't work. People really hear this as if you're trying to uh, emphasize those words as if, you know, maybe you're stressed. Maybe you're not in a good mood about this. I'm not saying that you are sounding angry. I'm saying you want to avoid sounding angry when it's not necessary. So watch for that. It's best to keep an eye out, and it's best not to pronounce each word individually. It's really best to make a contraction. Now, a couple of things that I'd like to do to practice this is uh, just with a couple of sentences and maybe some idiomatic expressions, a few things to just get the hang of it. Listen to this first one here. It isn't my fault they aren't ready. It isn't my fault they aren't ready. It isn't my fault they aren't ready. And the words isn't and the words aren't. I did not say each of those individually. I didn't say is not. I didn't say are not. I contracted them. That's what you got to do too. Here's another one. They said they haven't had a chance. Haven't had a chance. They said they haven't had a chance. And one more here. I'm sure you won't mind taking care of this for me. I'm sure you won't mind taking care of this for me sounding good so far i hope it's sounding good if it's not sounding good just keep practicing as long as you're not releasing that t at the ends of the words and as long as you're not saying each word individually then i can guarantee you're probably getting the hang of it more or less if you are doing those things then that's all right just keep practicing like, you're, you just learned about this five minutes ago. Any time in your life before that, you had no idea. So there's no shame if you don't pick it up right away. Just take your time. Repeat these things again and again. Anyway, I've got a couple more idiomatic expressions that I'd like to share with you just because I think that these will be valuable ones. First off, won't tell a soul. If I say I won't tell a soul about that, it's like saying, I promise to keep a secret. I won't tell anybody, won't tell a soul. So I could say, uh, I won't tell a soul about your secret, I swear, won't tell a soul. Another one here, it isn't rocket science. It isn't rocket science. Notice I didn't say it is not rocket science. I said, it isn't rocket science. So what does that mean? It isn't rocket science. Well, this is to say a task that you're doing doesn't require an expert. You know, anybody could do it. It's, it isn't rocket science. So you could say, uh, I'm sure you can change a car tire. It isn't rocket science. And I'm sure you can change a car tire because, well, it isn't rocket science. Here's one more good idiom for you. And then we'll wrap things up today. Don't put all your eggs in one basket don't put all your eggs in one basket what does that mean well that means diversify your assets or don't bet a hundred percent on just one thing if you do and you win okay you know what maybe that's fine if you put all your eggs in one basket you watch that basket like a hawk however if you want to be safe and you want to take it easy don't put all your eggs in one basket, or you risk losing it all. Well, that is the main part of our lesson for today, the NT ending. You're probably getting the hang of it. It's not terribly difficult. It's just something you want to work on. It's just something you want to keep an ear open for, and you want to get used to hearing. By the way, sorry that it's a little late. Uh, whatever. Whatever. You know, you're... I don't got a boss. Well, I mean, my boss is everybody listening in a way. But keep listening, you know, keep listening. These episodes will keep on coming. It's just I, uh, time management. Time management is not my strong point yet. I'm working on it. I'll make it a strong point. But at the moment, uh, you know, at the moment, I just I look at Google Calendar and I'm like, OK, I got an hour free here, an hour free there. Let's see what we got. But it's it's, you know, tough, tough to schedule your stuff all the time. But Whatever. You know, next Friday I'll have something new out. I'll have something new coming out this week, something new coming out later. I got great ideas for some really fun interviews. Anybody who likes singing, and we all sing in the car. I know that people uh, say that they don't like singing, but come on. When you're alone in the car, you're going to sing a little bit. And for people who like singing, I've got a nice, a really fun little episode that I'm devising at the moment that has to do with singing to practice your English speech, like singing to enhance your accent. I got a couple very talented vocalists that I am eager to interview, and uh, well, once I get that done and together, then that's gonna be a really cool episode too. Anyway, if you like singing, I got something for you. If you don't like singing, well, then, you know, listen for the other stuff. Well, I gotta get going. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy your drive, uh, your breakfast, or dinner, or your walk, or your, your exercise. Whatever you're doing, enjoy it. Get some fresh air. Get a little vitamin D with that sun. And don't forget to hit subscribe because I've got many, many more great things to say. Like, I want to put out a lot of these, you know, lessons right now. I want to put these things out there so that people can start learning. So that people can just, you know, just start getting a feel for this at the moment because you really want to know what you're doing when it comes to your accent. You want to be aware of how you're speaking. I mean, it's fine if you think that you got a thick accent. You speak however you're comfortable speaking. But if you feel that you want to change that, then I mean, well, keep on listening. Anyway, Have a good one.